welcome to 2019. <laughs> so this is Victoria. I'm Victoria. And I'm Melanie. And today we are going to be talking about pretty much how our new year has started and some just like reviewing last year. With 2018, I think with me, I dropped the ball a lot. So going into 2019, I've kind of set these resolutions to not eat out as much and work out. And I'm pretty much on the ball right now. Sort of. Are you? No. <laughs> um, so yeah, for in 2018, I had a baby in January. And so I knew that like my goal that year was going to be to lose that excess baby weight. And I did succeed in doing so. And I was doing really great throughout the entire year, except of course the holidays really got me and I gained about 10, 10 to 13 pounds back over the last three weeks. And that was, that was really hard. So like in two, so my new year's resolution was of course to get that weight back off and an extra 10 pounds. The holidays were killer, killer on me. I think I gained a solid eight pounds. I think it's just crazy you get in this fellowship of everyone eating. It's like everything revolves around eating and so many carbs. And drinking and <laughs> drinking. And when you drink, what do you want to do? Eat everything, all the good stuff. But you were doing that Rachel Hollis 90-day Right, I did. I, I tried to kick off with a 90 day, um, the Rachel Hollis last 90 days. And so what that is, is let me try to recall. So, uh, every single day you, you have to wake up one hour early, get your water in, which is half of your body weight, exercise for at least 30 minutes, write down 10 things you are grateful for. I always forget the last one. Um, I cannot recall right now, but I will recall here in a few minutes. Anyway, so that's like you do that the last 90 days. And when I started that, I like took off running. I did fantastic. And then one thing that was really, really, really hard for me in 2018 was my grandmother, my wella, she passed away November 17th. That was really hard. She was like my everything. She was the matriarch of our family. She held the family together and she like I was her favorite. I was the first granddaughter. So I am exactly like her. I just took that really, really hard and I completely dropped the ball with all of the planning. It was, you know, I did I helped my mom plan the funeral and just trying to keep it together because one of the promises I made, my Wella, when she was there on her deathbed, was that I would take care of the family and I would hold it all together for everybody because I'm just that person. But in doing so, I let myself go a little. I was still able to kind of maintain a little bit, but then that the you know that mixed the funeral mixed with the holidays, I just dropped completely. Let it let it all go. But you know what? I started 2019 and I was like, you know what? I'm ready. Ready to get back on track. My my wella would want me to to do good. She's actually one of the people who and would always encourage me to have weight loss surgery. And she was very, very proud of the progress and the work that I had done. So, you know, I have to show her that I'm still going. And I let it, like I said, I let it go a little bit. I didn't complete my last 90 days, but I am back to complete my first 30 days. So <laughs> I think the end of the holidays just killed me. I will give you 2018. I fell off. I fell off very, very hard. I think in the lowest I've been was 205. I got up to, I think right now I'm sitting closer to 220. So I have a solid 15 pounds. I'm up last year. 
going to 2019, it's just really important to kind of get back back at it. And we started. We went to oh, Camp yeah. Gladiator the other day. We did. And I started Camp Gladiator, like, I guess on Monday last week. I also started one of the, whose was it? One of the diet bets, Fat Girl Fed Up's diet bet. I started that diet bet last week. And so far, I have seven check-ins at Camp Gladiator. I did two two-a-days. Which was kind of awesome, and I'm feeling really great this week, and I've stayed on track, and I managed to stay on track over the weekend, which this is my first weekend, staying completely on track despite the birthday parties and football games and everything else. I just made better choices. I did eat a little bit more than, I'm, than, than I normally do, but I stayed on track as far as what I was eating. So are you – I know I don't drink a lot of alcohol, so I'm not I'm – not, <laughs> <laughs> the holidays – I did. I drank a little bit, um, but I think for January, I think I'm going to go pretty dry. And is that something that you're incorporating? Is that something I'm pretty much I definitely did attempt to incorporate that. I drank so much over over Christmas and Thanksgiving. Um, also, you have to understand, my family, they are a bunch of drunks. We drink a lot. That's what we do. And then I think with the passing, again, the passing of my grandmother, we were um, the last couple of weeks of the year, we were packing up her apartment. And I think my mom and my aunt took that very hard and their attempt to kind of avoid it. They were drinking every day and I was drinking every day. So we would go out to eat and have a few drinks and that would last, you know, hours. And it, you know, losing somebody is very hard and you, you get into bad habits or you're, you know, we all have our different ways of getting through it. And so we ended up drinking a lot to celebrate, (laughs) um, just, you know, to celebrate or to just, yeah, we, we called it celebration. (laughs) Um, and so as the new year started, my, I said, I'm not going to drink. I'm going to stay dry for the entire month of January. And then, um, I think I spent, the first five days, not really <laughs> holding up to that. But after that, you know, after that, I've, I've done pretty good at not drinking. And I think it just everything in moderation. If I want to have a drink, if I want to have a glass of wine, I will just as long as I'm not overdoing it. My goal is to not be doing that. So I know we also want to touch on uh, different types of eating styles. So I know in 2018, or at least for me, I've always been really big into social media and weight loss and following weight loss influencers on social media. Um, But I know that it's kind of keto is really big this year, low carb. And I guess, which is kind of funny because keto is kind of sort of, and don't quote me on this, is kind of sort of how the Atkins was, very high fat, low carb. Because I was actually talking to my boyfriend's dad the other day and I mentioned the keto diet. He was like, that's kind of like Atkins. And I was like, exactly, kind of, A little bit, yeah. Yeah. I don't think Atkins did focus on high fat. Atkins just focused on low carb. Oh, okay. We want to talk about that, kind of the fads, because I know you do intermittent fa- intermittent intermittent fasting is also really big. And you've yeah. done both of those where I'm, I think, more flexible. I will watch my carbs and I'm really good about my fitness pal and watching my calories. So I'm definitely, I live by calorie in, calorie out. And as long as I'm in a caloric deficit, kind of where I am. So I know you're, you watch more of your macros. So yeah, I'm completely opposite. Um. I have found that low carb works for me. Once low carb stops working or I, I get to a stall, then I do incorporate, I do more keto and that's just to help me break that stall. Um, so I would say I do, I do most of the time lazy keto because I do try to get a lot of fat in and that's just because I am, I've, I've noticed that with breastfeeding, with nursing, 
the more fat I get in, it helps. It definitely helps my supply. So I would say I do lazy keto. I don't necessarily focus on getting as much high fat and I do focus on getting a little bit more protein only because I work out so much. And as weight loss surgery patients, we are already kind of lacking in the vitamin department. So I, our bodies, I think, are naturally not able to absorb as much of the nutrients from the things that we eat. So I do try to get higher protein in hopes that, you know, my body gets at least half of it, absorbs at least half of it. So I'm pretty much the same way. I am watching my carbs, my proteins, and my sugars. I try to keep everything super low sugar if possible, um, especially when I'm grocery shopping. I'm really picky about less than eight grams per sugar per serving. Um, and I know that it's just a weird number and I don't know, actually my bariatric surgeon's the one that told me that. Oh really? I, I keep it at under five. Oh. And who, um, who was it that I got that from? Um, I think it's Lauren losing on Instagram. She had said when I had first started looking into the bariatric surgery, that's what she stayed under and mm -hmm. she had had great success. So that's just always what I told myself I would stay under as well. Yeah. And there's also people that have had bariatric surgery because I had the vertical sleeve gastrectomy and you had the bypass. Arm. Yes, I had yeah, the ruin wide gastric bypass. So I know some people get really sick from sugar. And I remember when I got surgery, I was like, oh, that would be great. Like that would be awesome. And I don't get sick at all. I could eat all the sugar. And honestly, other than like getting full off of it, I wouldn't get sick. And really? Okay. So, um, I find that I had always said that like I can eat, I was one of those unlucky people that can eat whatever I want and I can actually eat a really good amount. However, I've noticed, um, I, I have to build up to it. So say I've been eating really well, keeping my sugar low, and then I just eat a slice of cake. I will get really sick. And one thing I've noticed with, this is kind of weird. Um, and I've researched it, and it happens with a few gastric bypass surgery patients, is we can't throw up. Um, I can't throw up. I have not thrown up once. <laughs> That's kind of gross. But I have not thrown up once since surgery, but I do get that feeling where my mouth gets watery. My version of dumping is I get very, very tired and my stomach hurts. And so I have to take a nap. Like, it's awful. But I've noticed, like, so... If I'm having like a really bad month and the more sugar I eat, the more I'm able to tolerate it. So then if I continue like for a week later and I have eaten poorly and I want to have a slice of cake, it does nothing to me at that point. Um, it's just that when I'm eating really well that my body becomes really sensitive to it. And I actually prefer that. Like it, it keeps me, it gives me that feeling of, you know, I don't ever want to do this again. Is it? And then it reminds me when I'm thinking about having a slice of cake, do you want to feel the way you felt that one time? I like yeah. that. See, and I, I struggle with binge eating. So I, I don't know if I've ever had dumping syndrome. I don't think I've ever gotten sick. And I remember kind of, have you gotten surgery. tired though? Have you gotten tired? N yes. Yeah. Um, I think more I will eat. And that's something I struggle with every day is not eating until it hurts. Because that's like, I'm a binge eater by every definition of it. But other than that, I, my, I, everyone gets weird different things. And we talked about this the other day, mm -hmm. how like my nose will start running or I'll oh, get the hiccups. that happens to me. I, my nose starts running. Yeah. I don't get hiccups. So I know going into 2019, when I got into 2019, my biggest, and if you follow like Jordan Shrinks, all of these different influencers, they talk about binge eating. I think 
a lot of us that have gone through weight loss or if you're starting the journey, people talk about watching your carbs and watching your calories and watching, but a lot of us struggle with binge eating. And it's, it's interesting because some people don't and some people do. And I'm one of those that I will eat until it hurts. And I've worked with a therapist for many years to uh, figure it out and work on it. But I know that I want to go into 2019. I have so far, wanting to watch my binge eating. If I could watch anything this year, whether it's calories or carbs or staying on track with the gym or going to work out, I really want to work on my binge eating. I know that's something I'm really focused on this year. So if you struggle with that, I totally get it. It's hard. I mean, being an overeater. Yeah. And I do struggle with um, overeating and especially with when one of the reasons I do like a keto, lazy keto, whatever you want to call it, low carb is because it keeps you, the fats keep you full longer and they get you full quicker. So when I'm coming off of like my, I wouldn't call it a carb binge, but just allowing myself to eat more things that I wouldn't normally allow myself to, I think that I can eat the same amount of proteins and and fats. And so say I, I'll eat at for, like, I'll eat, um, too many eggs and I, it makes me just really not feel well because I'm eating the right things. Um, whereas before I could, so say I can eat a, two cups of something that's not so good for me and I feel hungry, like not long later, not much longer after, but if I eat two cups of eggs, I eat it so quickly, I don't realize that it was too much to eat, and it ends up making me very sick. sick. Yeah, I do that too. But as a binge eater, I noticed when I first got surgery, my restriction was a lot. That um, it was crazy. I know this is going to sound insane. I would almost eat fast because I could get more in before the pain triggered in my body that it hurt. Like, But that's binging. Like if I was going... I like self-soothe with food. Um, so stressful day, happy day. I mean, it could be I it could have be a really crappy day and I want to sit on the couch with food. Or it could be a really good day and I want to celebrate with food. I want to go get something to celebrate a good day to eat. And I've kind of been keeping a mental note every day that I don't binge eat. And I've been really proud of myself. So hopefully 2019 kind of stays in that trend for me. Um, I've also been going to the gym. I want to start waking up early. So I think, but I'm also really into New Year's resolutions. I'm like really big on that. Um, I know some people are like, they hate new people in the gym and they hate New Year's people who like have to start a new year with like new stuff. I love so it. I'm, I'm kind of one of those that like, that's like, like oh, all the year. new people are coming to the gym only. I, but you know what? At the same time, I love New Year's resolutions. I think it's a new, it's a, it's a time for a fresh start. It's, it's, you know, like let's start new. It's a new year. What are our new goals? And my husband and I have always been really big on our, our goals. Like what are the goals for this year? What are our five-year goals? What are this? And so it's just a new opportunity to create new goals, to strengthen what you already have going. But yeah, I am one of those people that like, is like, Oh, you know, at the same time, I'm like, good job. At least you're doing something. And I wish people would stick with it more. But the other day I went to Sam's club to get my usual, um, my, you know, my usual finds, Brussels sprouts and asparagus every single time. Like I go probably weekly to get those two staples. All gone. Yeah. And I'm like, could these people, could these people that are probably not going to continue with this, like just leave it for those of us who have, uh, who, you know, do want it, but you know, I do love it. And it's a, it's a good opportunity for, you know, hopefully people stick with it this time. You know, there's a million people will start and maybe 10 people will stick with it, but I, those great for those people. I think it's low. I Googled it the other day. I want to say, don't quote me on this, but I think it's like 
28% of, of people or something like that stick with their New Year's resolutions. Um, that's not low at all. 28%. That's more than a fourth. I think that that's really great. Yeah, I thought I, it would have been lower. I, I don't know. I have to go back and Google it. I'll, next time next time we meet, I'll have that number for you. <laughs> but we're looking forward to 2019. We're looking forward to doing this, doing weighing it all out and kind of talking about stuff. I know. We I guess wanna... we've, 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 what, we've spoken about like how our year has been going, but like what do you have a resolution? What is your resolution? I don't know. I was thinking about it the other day and I posted on Instagram about it because I want, I think my health, my health and getting back on track with my eating is big, but a lot of my resolutions are kind of everything else. My mental health is really important to me. Um, if you follow me on any social media, you know that mental health is really important to me. So kind of working on that, of course, I think every year I go in saying I want to be happy. So I want to, I want this year, I think I, I also turned 30 this year. So Ooh, I, kind I turned of, 30 I know, in December. That was, ugh, that was brutal. <laughs> I want to achieve happiness as best as possible this year. And I think financially, a lot of my goals are probably financial. I think going into that being 30, I like want to get a lot of things figured out financially, but I don't know. Do you? Yeah, actually, it's kind of, it's a lot the same for me. Um, My short term goal is, uh, I want to lose 10 pounds by March. And I know that's like why everybody asks, where do you get that number? Why so quickly? Um, I have my lower body lift coming up in March and my surgeon has pretty much said it's necessary that I lose 10 extra pounds so she can get me as tight as she possibly can. So I think the first two months I'm going to be focused on that. But as far as like I do have... I've been a stay-at-home mom forever and I'm ready to, you know, figure out what do I want to do? I want to be like, I'm ready to be me and to get myself out there. And it's, I think it was also, it's very hard turning 30 and looking back, you know, a m mom is the most important job ever. But now that my kids, well, my, my smallest one, he's one. And he, I found that he's a little bit more independent. He's ready to, you know, um, go make friends and do his own thing. And he's already not already not relying on me, but I just feel like he's going to be more independent quicker. And so I want to establish, we've decided that he was also our last. So I want to establish me as a person, as a professional, as a, you know, what, do, what is it that I want to do? And so discovering that and really going after that this year is another thing once I'm done that I would like to do once I'm done with the recovery process of my lower body lift. Cause you know, honestly, I just want to make some money. Like, isn't that like, I want to make yeah, some everyone. more money. My husband has his goals too. And I've always helped him to um, reach his goals, but I'm ready to make some goals of my own and reach those professionally. So I think professionally, I also have some, I guess I have some goals. I've worked really hard on my career for the past like seven years. I love where I am in it. It's working at that, but I know last year I kind of went into 2018 wanting having these health goals and I didn't stick with them. So I was definitely part of that, those people that didn't stick with it. So maybe this year I'll keep going. But other than that, I know with this, we've kind of chatted about going into other platforms. I know we wanted to podcast, possibly getting a website up, talking to other people. I know both of us had weight loss surgery, um, but we definitely want to pull some people in because I know there's a lot of you um, that are on your journey that are doing it naturally and where we kind of, we had a tool, but it's still hard. Oh, it, yeah, didn't, after... it, it wasn't easier for us. Um, it was it, it your tool really really helps they call it the honeymoon stage the first year and you can speak to any doctor anybody that's actually had this surgery and been through it once your honeymoon stage at that one year is up it's up like it doesn't 
it's not, it, you know, it's you go back to being a normal person where it's just as hard to lose weight. And just and, as easy to gain. And just weight. as easy to gain. <laughs> and I'm going to say even harder because the same issues that you have in the beginning are still the same issues you have now. For me, weight has just always been something that is difficult for me. Weight just finds me and it sticks to me. And was I horribly unhealthy? Like I, I honestly wasn't. It's not like I binged on cookies and cake. No, and, not even. I remember I came like over that. and you had a thing of Oreos. And I was like, how many of these have you eaten? And you were like, one. I think I had two that day and I was here for two hours. And my family <laughs> eats them. My, you know, my husband, so everybody, they eat them. They don't gain any weight. I can guarantee you if I had had, you know, just having that one, it, it's hard for me. Weight finds me very easy. And so I, I still have to work extremely hard at keeping it off. And especially if I want to lose weight, I'm doing two workouts a day and I'm pretty much eating as well as I can. Very low sugar. You know, you hear me talk about it. And I was nursing, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's very, very, very hard for me. And it's very hard for a lot of people. And we still have to work just as hard at it. And now I'm, I'm approaching, I'm three and a half years out. I'm approaching four years. So anything that I do, you know, any, any of you can do weight loss surgery or not. And coming back around, I think it'd be really cool to get someone possibly to talk to us about losing it naturally. I know oh, yeah. um, I have yeah. a friend up in Dallas who lost 60 pounds all natural. And I just, wow. yeah, I'm just like, that's, we had the tool. Doesn't make it any easier, but it would be really nice, neat to like get people to chat with us, you know? Last year, one thing that I did do in my attempt to lose the baby weight, I got my husband on board with, um, Kind of, he, he does extremely lazy keto. Like I do lazy keto. He does, he allows himself even a little bit more, but even just making those changes, he was able to lose 40 pounds by making the changes that I helped him implement. So he's never, never, ever had weight loss surgery or anything like that either. And I think that's a whole other subject that'll be really fun to touch on. Going through someone who's had extreme weight loss is trying to lose weight and is in a relationship. I know I'm dating and going through different partners, dating partners and living with one or two of them, having to be strong enough, not only for me, but being so close with someone else. And I think as a married couple, you probably obviously go through the same thing also with kids. I mean, I imagine it's also, but definitely eventually I know one time we kind of sat down and we were talking about relationships and weight loss. And I think that's a whole nother kind of world to explore. We will definitely get into that in yeah. one of our future episodes because that is a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I think we're excited to kind of touch on different things. We do want to, like our title, weigh it all out, weigh in on all things extreme weight loss. And if you yeah. guys have any questions, you know, leave them in the reviews. Leave, uh, if you want to hear about anything, if there's a subject that you would like to hear about, or like I said, any questions, anything you're curious about, weight loss surgery related or just weight loss related without the surgery. We've been through quite a bit. And if we don't know the answers or we don't have any insight on that, you know, we could look at getting somebody in, a guest speaker who does have it, more insight than we do. Yeah, definitely. From personal trainers to nutritionists, I think we have everyone we kind of pull in and get some information from. We're also on Instagram, weighing it all out. Um, and shortly we should have a Facebook page up. So if you want to reach out to us at all, also our, both our personal pages are linked on our main Instagram. So if you want to follow either of us on our personal weight loss journeys and into the new year and our resolutions, you can find us on there. Um, 
But other than that, I think we're excited. We're excited to move forward. We're excited to get this. This should be available on all the platforms. Um, we're sending it out to everything. So I'm excited. And I think I'm super, yeah. I'm super excited for this new year. Like I'm starting going strong and like might I might lose momentum, you know, in a couple of months. But for now, I'm like, I'm all about it. I'm all about, you know, networking with you guys, getting, reaching out to you guys, helping you guys get get started as well. Or, you know, hoping like, I know a lot of you probably have gotten started. Like we said, everybody's in their new year's resolution. We want to help you maintain it. Like what questions do you have? What tricks do you need to know that we have to like help us keep going? Uh, We want to keep you guys motivated too. So I think next episode, we'll dive a little bit more into eating styles. Um, I think we eat very differently. So I know we kind of talked about it, but we'll probably dive a little bit into that in a little bit of some other eating things, and yeah. um, nu- nutrition and exercise because yeah. we also do different. We kind of do similar exercises, exercise, but it's kind of not. So how we're able to, you know, get- I know getting started, if you're getting started on your journey, there's jargon and words. I remember at the beginning, I'm like macro what? What? So we (laughs) can definitely talk about that and kind of our favorite tools. I know nowadays your phones are kind of have everything. So I'm sure we all have our apps that we use. We can kind of chat about that. But we hope that your 2019 is going amazing and we will catch up with you next time. Bye guys. Bye.